Well, Alan, how is it happening? Uh, it's been happening. It's actually like quite darker here now because our summer days are actually coming to it. Our summer days aren't coming to an end, but I think it was like a month ago. Our days have now officially gotten shorter. Like, uh, oh. like they've officially been getting shorter. So. Now, so like now it's like 940 and it's like dark outside. So I think the yeah. sun, I think the sun went down not too long ago, but a while ago, a while ago it went down. It's dark. G- good it, to know. It's dark. <laughs> which, I, which I actually I actually like. I don't I don't like when uh, days stay light longer. I like when days get darker faster. Yeah, I don't know if I like the dead of winter where it's dark at like five o'clock, but when it's still light outside at 9 p.m. and you're like, I want to settle in and watch a movie. Yeah. It, often you're watching a movie. They're like, I can't watch this during the day. This is a night movie. After it gets night, I still need to have enough time to watch and complete the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't. I, I see. I prefer it darker. I like staying up at night, so I actually vastly prefer the winter when it's dark by like 530 because then when I go somewhere mm. at like 7 p.m. and it's pitch black out, I'm like, yes, I feel like I'm staying up later. So I always vastly okay. enjoy when it gets dark earlier. Mm. So like, I mean, I don't go to bed early, so even in the summer when it's dark at like 10 p.m., that doesn't really affect me because I'm still wide awake at that point. But I just like when it's darker earlier because I just I'm more of a night owl and I just prefer to stay up late. So the longer I'm awake during dark hours makes me feel happier. <laughs> well, welcome to the captain's log, everybody. Uh, we've got Alan here, the Hi. night boy, the night and boy. Melissa, the, the 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 day madam. <laughs> night boy and day madam, <laughs> two, two opposites. But, yeah, I mean it. It it works though. Like summer, summer has a lot of its great perks. Like there's a lot of great things about summertime, mm. but the yeah. sun being out later is definitely not one of them. Nor it being really hot. Definitely the two mm. downsides to me, because I I don't handle heat very well personally. So like uh-huh. I'm the kind of person where like okay. It's a it's a funny tangent. I'm kind of this opposite. Like my my okay. air and my heat in my car. I don't. There's no middle ground. I either have max heat on or I have the max AC on. There's no there's no middle ground. <laughs> so like not a mild. The second it gets warm outside, max AC. So like early spring, <laughs> early spring, max AC. Oh, the first bit of snow falls, max heat. There is there is no in between. There's no like, well, it's not hot, but it's not cold. Let's just be a little bit on the cold side or a little on the hot side. It's like, no, it's 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 extremes on either end. There's no and I feel like there's no balance. No matter the season, my fan is at two, two out of four uh, the entire oh. time. It vacillates in temperature. Fan speed <laughs> is the same. Oh, fa- my fan speed. I never go above one click. You know, like, you know how the one click is off. Oh, it's always one yeah. click on. Because I had to talk about this when I'm having the Max AC on. I don't want it yeah. blasting cold air. I kind of like that. Yeah. Cre- I like that creeping cold. I like when the cold kind of creeps into my car and isn't just blasting That's me in the face. my favorite Scooby-Doo mystery is the creeping cold. <laughs> <laughs> the, the mystery of the creeping cold. How does it creep? Mm. How slowly does it creep? The answer, fan speed, notch one. <laughs> that's that's just I, I don't i don't know man 
I had it before. You like a gentle breeze. I had it before where uh, Amy in my car, she's like, oh, you like the Max AC? And she turned it on like the fandom Max. And because I have like the floofy hair in front for visual people, my hair will kind <laughs> of like, will like bounce around because I've got like the, the big <laughs> colic. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, I'll leave it like this. I don't like it, but I'll leave it like this. <laughs> I guess comparatively, since you normally keep the fan so low, it's like making your car into one of those hurricane machines. Do you ever go to like your local science center and they have like the hurricane wind booth? Oh, yeah. Where you go in there and it's like the, the blasting wind or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's we don't have that, but we have an earthquake platform that you stand on and it jiggles. See, I know what you're talking about. I don't think I've ever been in one of those. I don't think we have like a site. We have like a museum, but no science center. I don't think we do. Because the last time I went to the museum was a couple. I think the I think the winter before the pandemic in 2019 and Amy and I went to go see the bodies revealed exhibit where you see all like, the, oh, you see, yeah, all the I've been to one of those and it it's creepy, man. But I, I don't mm. our museum has like nature stuff where you can see like habitats yeah. and like the history of the state, which is all that boring stuff that like I live in the state, but I don't care. Uh. I'm never I'm never like pro city like I could live in any city, but I'm not that kind of person where like, yeah, Michigan's number one. I'm like, you live in Michigan? Yeah, it's. I it's that's it. <laughs> it is five out of five, five out of ten for Michigan. Yeah, five, five out of ten. If you want a little bit of all of our weather, this is the place to be. Sometimes it's one one week. You can get cloudy and dark. Yeah. You can get bright and sunny. You can get hot rain. Hell, you can even get snow in the same week. So, you know, that that happens in Missouri, too. I don't think our winters are quite so harsh as yours. You being yeah. much farther north, but we're got, we are all, all over the place. It snowed this year on 420. It snowed a lot. Sometimes we'll get like, you know, a little dusting of yeah. frost later into the spring. This was serious snow. Like this was snow you could see in December, but on April uh, 20th. Wow. I I don't think. See, I already forget. I don't think we had a severe winter in Michigan this past year. I don't think we did. I think we actually had a mild winter. But mm. that also caused it to be misleading. I mentioned on our prior captain's log how cold it can get here. So yes. sometimes when we have like the mild winters, it's misleading because you'll look out a window and it'll it'll look kind of decrepit. You know, no leaves on the trees. It looks real sad and depressing outside, but it doesn't look like it's that cold. And then you're like, I'm going to go grab food. And it's like five degrees out and you're like oh my god it's yeah. actually cold out here even though it doesn't look like it yes so it's it's kind of misleading sometimes yeah you can't see cold the same way you can see heat how there's like a heat shimmer that yeah. rises off of stuff when it when you're looking for cold when there's no precipitation you know there's no moisture you can't see ice or snow you yeah. just have to look to see if things are stiff out you there yeah, really, the only giveaway if it's cold is, do you see snow outside? No, that, then it it might not be cold. <laughs> oh, take a gamble. It's like you're a time traveler. Like, you just wind up in a field. You don't know what year the field is because it's field. <laughs> you just got to wander in a town. You know how they're going to be dressed. You know, you know where you are. If they speak the same language. Yeah, you don't know when you walk out your door if there's no precipitation how cold it is. Uh, see, I hate that in the summer. I hate seeing the the heat wave in the distance. 
Like, I hate seeing that kind of blurry heat coming off the ground. I'm like, ah, oh, come on, man. It's still unnerving. It's wild that we still have that. <laughs> like, why are heat waves still a thing? Why are they even here? <laughs> right. Like, are you remember reading about them when you're a little kid. Yeah. And and then you see them so much. There's so many other things from when you're a kid that you think are going to be big, serious problems in the world, like quicksand. Yeah. Like, I never run into quicksand. But, like, heat shimmers, little mirages, constantly, they're always there. And I don't, it's not a problem. (laughs) I don't, it doesn't need to be solved. But the fact that this one thing has been, like, so universally prevalent the whole time, I'm like, okay, I guess we're we're just going to keep going with this. Have have you ever seen a mirage in person? I don't think I've ever seen a mirage. (laughs) Not a mirage mirage, but, you know, we're like the there's that heat shimmer far down on the road and it yeah. kind of makes it look like there's like a bump where there's not a bump. Oh, or they're okay. like there's a big puddle across the road when there isn't. It's sort of like a light and shadow thing. Yeah. I've never seen like uh, an oasis. I've never seen a <laughs> palm tree where there was not a palm tree. You're like you're driving your car. It's so hot. What's that up ahead? Oh, God, there's a giant pool up ahead. Oh, wait, no, that's just an like, but you're just driving towards it because you're like, that's not real. Then the one imagine, <laughs> imagine that you're just like, there's no way on this freeway going 80 miles per hour. There's no way there's an oasis pool up ahead. But then the one time, imagine if there was. Have you heard of the Feta Morgana? No. What? This is a rare type of mirage where it's like a very serious illusion this is where it can show something that's really there like say you're looking out on the horizon over like lake michigan or whatever yeah way in the distance there's a boat a feta morgana is such a severe like heat shimmer or whatever it is that it will make it look like that boat is floating like above the water like that's how it distorts the image yeah if you google feta morgana There's all these images of like floating boats. Sometimes people, if there's like a city on the coast, it'll make it look like it's a floating city. Oh, whoa. Okay, I I see it. Uh, Can I pull this up? Hang on, let me see if I can. I hope you can. God, I'd hope so. Like I see a photo on Google and it looks really weird. I want to see if I can pull this up really quick. This is going to look wild. I don't think this will work, but I mean, I'll just I'll flash an image on screen so people won't be able to see it, sadly, on the I mean, we're not live stream, but I'll I'll pull this up. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's legit, like just a photo of like water and it's just like a giant like kind of ship boat and it just it's in the uh-huh. air. It's just elevated. Yeah, I'm a Google result is showing me an article from Wired.com called Fantastically Wrong, the Bizarre Mirages That Once Scared the Bejesus Out of Sailors. So so you got you got on the topic of water. Do you how do you (laughs) how do you feel about being on boats? Like, do you ever are you that kind of person? Do you get seasick when you're on a boat and you look out and you see like there's nothing for miles and nothing's really moving, but you are? I have not before, which doesn't put it out of the question. I have not been motion sick. Sometimes you know, you like you get car sick on like really windy roads. But I remember like the first time I took a train trip, I'm like, am I going to get sick? So like I bought medicine for it just in case. And no, I was fine the whole time. It may happen to me in the future. I don't know. 
Uh, I've not been on the water much. We took a vacation to Lake of the Ozarks when I was like 12 and my dad rented a little boat, you know, for us to just tool around in for a couple hours. I do love water rides. I love rides at a theme park where you're in a little boat and you go through a bunch of scenes. Wait, a bunch of scenes? A dark ride. That's the term for that kind of a ride where you're in a small vehicle. Maybe it's a boat. Maybe it's like, you know, a little little vehicle on like a track that gets pulled along and you just go through all these different like little scenes and it sort of tells you a story and like there's very little thrill element to it. Is it almost kind of like the like the um the Disney ride, the like the the small yeah. world, the small world thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be considered a dark ride. You know, I've I've actually never been to Disneyland. <laughs> I've only been to Disney World once and it wasn't until it was my college graduation trip. That was the first time I actually got there. Oh. See, yeah, I've never been to Disneyland. I've actually only been to Cedar Point one time. Ooh. And I actually went to Cedar Point. I think it was th- two years ago. And that was the first time I ever went. I'd never been to like Six Flags. I've been to Michigan Adventures a handful of times. But the first time I went to Michigan Adventures, I think I was like 17. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't travel very far from like my like my like initial bubble of location. Like to me, that's fine. it's like, oh, Michigan Ventures. Oh, my because my I immediately go, oh, Michigan Ventures. Yeah, that's a that's too far of a drive. I don't want to mm-hmm. I don't want to go that far, <laughs> even though it's like <laughs> even though it's not that far of a drive. I mean, Cedar Point for me is like, I think, like a two hour drive. That's not bad. Cedar Point's supposed to be a good park. I mean, it was it was I mean, we made the mistake of going on like the beginning of June. We went on like a 90 degree day. So it was like, Oof, yeah. It was rough. Yeah, I I mean, it circles back. I just I don't like when things are hot. I hate I hate sweating. So like if I'm okay. out, if I'm outside, and I even feel like I'm starting to sweat. I'm like, all right, I'm done. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I'm you hate out. sweating, but you'll you'll only turn your car on to fan one. Yeah. Yes. Is that enough to keep it away? Yeah, well, yeah, when you got max AC, you get that not right away. Okay. Because the car has to cool down or get the AC working or whatever. But then you get that creeping chill. Sometimes that creeping chill comes in and you, because it's not in your face, but it kind of envelops the car in this like kind of cold air. It's, it doesn't hit you, but it's all around you. So it's almost like Mm -hmm. I'm creating this like layer or like wall of like cold air around my body. (laughs) <laughs> like, like it's a shield of some kind yeah like like you're violet from the incredibles you can just yeah. create a, a force yeah field. in my own little force field on my car so then the worst thing is when i get home and i turn my car off and i feel the heat immediately pierce through my bubble and get to me and i'm like oh this is bad that open my car door and then pop mm-hmm. and i'm like can you can you not it's a little hot yeah but i'm <laughs> But I'm a weird individual, Melissa. I don't like wearing shorts. Not a shorts guy. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't like sweating, but I hate wearing shorts. And I see you in a tank top, and I believe you've told stories of wearing sandals before. Yes, yeah. I wear sandals in the winter. Yeah, I'll wear flip-flops. I'll sometimes wear, like, a tank top when it's, like, super hot out, depending. Um, But, yeah, I I don't wear shorts. 
The only time I really ever wear shorts is if I'm lounging at home and I'm doing mm. laundry. So it's almost like it's like the clothes you wear when you're doing laundry. And you, so you can't wear any of your other clothes because you have to wash everything else. Yeah. So shorts are weirdly my almost pajama clothes in a, in a weird yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, I went I went uh, I went disc golfing a couple days ago on like a or no, no. No, this past week, Amy and I went and played tennis on a, a low 80 degree day or maybe a high 70 degree day. But like hot, right? Like like super hot. Yeah. And I wore joggers because I refused Ooh. to wear shorts. Oh, man. Nobody nobody wears pants while playing tennis. I'm going to look this up. <laughs> tennis well, clothes. Well, I wasn't wearing pants. They were joggers. There's a little bit of a That's distinction. A f- that's a form of pant. Now, some of these women are wearing like sport leggings under a little dress. Uh, I'm not seeing any men wearing long pants. <laughs> like, I, I don't claim that it makes sense. Like, yeah, like you got you got a guy like see, but this is what I don't understand. I don't understand the men's tennis apparel. They it, one of the signature outfits for most of the time, is polos. Uh-huh. Like, why a polo with tennis? I'm sure I could research this and get back to you. I, I have a deep, secret love of preppy men's fashion. Okay. I follow, like, a, <laughs> a menswear channel on YouTube that goes into, like, the history and style points of all these. Look at these right now. I gotta get me a tennis skirt. These are great. Yeah, the, I mean, honestly, tennis tennis outfits look fantastic, but I could just I could just do without the shorts, you know, like. Let's we got you in, could in tennis, we got to normalize pants of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> you can be the first, Alan, you can yeah. popularize the tennis pant. Oh, uh, could you imagine? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It <laughs> was shorts, but longer. I can't imagine it. <laughs> People, it's, this person goes, it's like, it's like you're wearing pants. No, they're not pants. Think of them as shorts, but they protect your whole leg from being bitten by mosquitoes or bugs. True. Like they're pants. No, no, no. They're leg protectors. Leg <laughs> protectors. So that that's how you normalize it. That's how yeah. you that's how you brand them. It's anti bug armor. Yes. Yeah. yeah. See these oh, see armor. these poor guys, man, they're wearing shorts. So like when they're taking a rest or they're not, they're not up to bat, you know, that your um, calves um, are vulnerable. Yeah, your mosquito is just going to bite you. You're a pride. They see that. They see that calf exposed and you're just a free. You're a free snack, but you wear leg protectors. Well, that mosquito, he's not going to try to get through you. You've got that's a lot of layers to pierce through. See it. Unless you've got one of those real wild card mosquitoes that do find a way to bite you through cloth. <laughs> well, it that- seems like it should be illegal. I think that should be off bounds. <laughs> you see a mosquito bite through the pant, the the material, the pant material, and you just see it. It's that meme of wait, that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I. I have a friend at work that plays a lot of golf and I don't understand golf outfits because in golf, they also wear a lot of polos as well. And like, I don't understand these rules that are apparently like supposed to be in place. Like, I don't know. Let me look up golf clothes like now. Who, this is a real treat for me. Like who? This is self-care. Like, 
I don't understand golf attire. Like, it's just shorts, but like sometimes you see like the the shirt with like the vest over. Like, who who yeah. saw who saw the golf vest and were like, yeah, that's 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 the uniform for golf. That's that's oh, what's golf up. is. Golf is has more variety to it than tennis. Yeah, because I feel like golf is a game of leisure. It's a more social game, and you're allowed to like show off a little bit more with these like really bright, uh, intense patterns. Yeah. Well, it's- uh, one of my funnest facts I've ever learned is that you know how in like preppy men's fashion, like golf wear, for example, yeah, there'll be like real brightly colored and patterned pants. You know, like there'll be like a real intense plaid, or there'll be like watermelon red and they'll be covered with like little sailboats or lobsters or something yeah the term for like really intense pants like that like some guy wrote it in an article and then it just got popularized and like this is the vernacular for it i don't know if you look this sort of pants up in a catalog if this is what it'll say but those are called go to hell pants what go to hell pants be like, hey, we're going to go out today. We'll make sure you wear your go to help. Like, I'm just looking at this image of these four guys golfing and they're literally they're all wearing like the same brown belt that like they've all got the different colors. Mind you, we've got like like we got like a blackish gray. We've got like a light gray. We've got a white. It looks like. And then we have, you know, the the tan, the tan khakis, but they're all khakis. Two are shorts, two are in pants. So pants are accepted in, t- in golf. Yeah, um, but then they all have these striped polos. Like, why? Yeah. What? What's with the polo? Is it because golf is like a, like a like a formal sport? So like, you're you're kind of meant I'm, to dress like sort of like casual formal. That could be it. I am certain there's a real explanation for this, and I can research it and get back to you. I would love to do it. Oh, um, like I because I just it blows my mind. See, do you so? Because we're just switching topics. Do you gravitate towards like the wild design clothes or are you kind of like, do you have like a set like style that you're like, no, this when you see clothes, are you like, I can't like I like this, but I can't wear it. I have to. This is my style. <laughs> oh, oh no. I, I, I like a lot of colors. I like things with patterns to them. Like I don't own any one thing that's completely out there. But then you put everything together in my closet and it's like, yeah, there is no lane here. <laughs> so like if I looked at I so like if you looked in your closet, you couldn't look at your list, your 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 outfits of clothes and like discern some sort of pattern here. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you could. I, don't, <laughs> I just like flowy things. That's a pattern for sure. What, what's what's a flowy pattern like? Not a pattern pattern, but like not like a, a design you put on clothing, but, you know, just like I have a lot of dresses. I have a lot of like sort of blouses that flare out a bit. OK, Th- things I can twirl in things that make me feel magical. Uh, OK, OK. Yeah, see, I got a real basic style like I'm wearing a tank top right now for visual people. But like <laughs> I, I've transitioned to this lifestyle of just wearing joggers all the time. So I just wear joggers like 24 seven now, like mm. occasionally at work, you know, I'll slap on the pair of jeans. But because I haven't worn jean material in so long, now my jeans almost feel like they're uncomfortable because joggers are so yeah. much more comfy. 
but I always gravitate towards just colors I like. So I think most of my clothes I have are like black. I have like darker grays. I have like one or two lighter, like medium gray, like a neutral gray. Um, mm. And then I have a lot of blues. A lot, a As lot. opposed to all those bold grays that you have trouble matching with other things. No, because gray just matches like black. <laughs> Or like, my, gray. or like my my joggers, my <laughs> blue ones that are like yeah. really dark that in certain light they look black. Yes. But yeah, like most of it's blue. And my problem with my blue shirts, with my array of my favorite color blue, is I don't have a lot to match it with. So I'm kind of uh-huh. this person where like my joggers, I have like I have tan ones. I have light gray. I have dark, like super dark blue. And then I have black. So when I wear a blue shirt, I just wear it with either black joggers or my super dark blue ones. So I'm almost kind of wearing like almost like a blue ensemble. <laughs> like, so there's no real like rhyme or rhythm. Like I recently got into matching my shoes sometimes. So I have like a pair of black vans, blue vans. Yeah. And then I have I have a pair of olive green vans that I don't ever wear. And mm-hmm. I have. I don't have a single shirt that's olive green, so it matches literally nothing. Uh. So I'm not really, you know, fashionista number one. <laughs> just wear, just wear black. Like it matches everything. Just wear black. <laughs> that's true. I wear a lot of black because I'm scared I'm going to spill something on me. <laughs> like, I'm not a clumsy person i would say yeah but clumsiness can occur at any time i'm just trying to be wary black is safe yeah but 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 stuff can show up on black too like if you're eating like like if i mean if you're feeling extra frisky and you're eating like a white powder donut black is like your death black's your death sentence yeah yeah someone's gonna see you and be like oh so you had donuts today what what (laughs) <laughs> like uh, i just, just entire funnel cake no black's just a safe color i just i gravitate yeah. towards black because it matches realistically anything and everything and then i just gravitate towards blue because blue is just such a solid color mm-hmm. even though i know blues associated with like the sad color because blue is like this the associative black uh sad color but like Blue can also be like super positive, but also like super like depressing looking. Yeah, oh, when I think of blue, I think of uh, the blue lanterns, the lanterns of hope. I think of the blue cards in Magic the Gathering, which are like <laughs> orderly ones. You think of Ravenclaw, the smart guys. Yeah, I think blue is pretty upstanding. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a solid color. Blue blue's number one. After blue, we got to give second place to red. Red, red just <laughs> reds. While blue, I feel like is I don't know if this makes any sense because I that terminology. Blue to me mm. feels like a round color. Like blue to me feels like a soft, welcoming color. Yes. Where red feels like the sharp color. Yes. So that's why I feel like they're great opposites. We're like, well, blue is kind of like soft and pleasing. Red's like sharp and kind of aggressive. But that. <laughs> I know it's like I feel I feel that yes but yeah my my girl Amy told me the the great advice that if you want to go faster in life at anything wear red because red is just naturally makes you faster so like if you're running wear red you're faster what 
Well, now, what about our friend Mr. the Hedgehog being blue? Now, but, but if you think about it, though, Sonic's shoes are red. <laughs> That's the part of him that is going fast. I mean, it's his yeah. feet. It's his feet. It technically works. The see, Flash is red. See, uh, it, Flash is red. Sonic's got some red in because. I, they went with they went with blue because obviously his moniker, the blue blur, it just it rolls off the tongue. Like, that's why you like what, what's 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 he read? The red, the, the red rash, the red rush. Yeah, rush is too close to rash. So like blue blur, just it just it's smooth. It rolls off the tongue. You can't really spin red, but that's why they designed his shoes to be red. They see they knew they were like, hey. He's fast, he's got to have red on him somewhere. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's science how they, at work that's how they did it they were like yes this design is perfect that's how we got him but it's the red that makes him go fast <laughs> we put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make and yes we make multiple different shows here at the whatnots and we'd love it if you would check them all out you can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. But any other good topics you got, Melissa, or do you want to go with I this? I do have an important question for you. Yes. What is the scariest story you've ever heard? Oh, man. See, uh, is this story I've heard or can this be like a like a movie? It could be a movie, but ideally I'm hoping for like a ghost story, an urban legend, a thing your like friend's older brother told you once to scare you. Hmm. See, I know this is going to be a letdown. I don't think I've ever been told a scary story that freaked me out. I I have this thing where like if I like I don't get easily scared, but uh -huh. I, I don't scare easily. But I'm also really jumpy at the same time. So like, sure. So it's not a scary story, but like I, I really freak myself out all the time. So like in our bathroom, we have this giant mirror on the wall. And sometimes if I like watch a scary movie with Amy or we see a scary movie in theaters or I just kind of remember random old stuff from video games that like did scare me at the time, but like freak me out in like retrospect. Yeah, yeah. I'll do this thing where I'll sit and I'll sit on my couch at night and like all the lights will be off. I'll be in pitch black darkness except for my TV. And sometimes I'll just kind of like sit on my couch and just kind of look over my shoulder like. Because I'll just because then yeah. I, I see I see like the you can't see it in the video or even for audio people, but like. We have like a narrow hallway that leads to our bedroom and uh -huh. bathroom separately. And when there's no lights, it's like pitch black. So sometimes what I can do is I'll just stare into the darkness 
and my brain will like think of something in there that might freak me out. I don't think of anything specific, but I yeah. just imagine what's in the darkness and that scares the crap out of me. So when I go to the bathroom to brush my teeth before bed, I won't actually go in the bathroom, but I'll kind of like reach in there and I'll flip the switch. But I, it, it's a weird psychic thing because I'm worried. I think to myself, I'm scared because what if there's something yeah. in the mirror that's looking at me or something in yes. the mirror? But I'm weird. Yeah. I, don't, I don't avert my eyes. I stare where I know the mirror is and then I flip the switch on like I'm prepared to see something that's not supposed to be there. You can scare them back that way. No, yes. I, I put the light on the demon and the, and the demon jumps because they're like, oh, God, you're staring at me like the, I scared. Ah. The, I scared the demon. They're like, oh, my God. Too aggressive. So, yeah, I don't hear scary stories, but I like weirdly just get kind of paranoid at night sometimes if I'm like all alone. And sometimes like I get scared in broad daylight at work, like sometimes I'll like go somewhere and someone will like turn the corner, bump into me and I kind of do the whole ah, like I get scared to jump. Yeah, me. but that's in broad daylight. But I don't like I don't get home and just kind of like get scared and jumpy. <laughs> it's like all in my mind. Yeah, I understand that it, it can be easy to sort of psych yourself out and an, an obscured surface will do that. I still creep myself out if like I turn off the TV and then like my eyes just rest on it for too long. Cause like even in like oh, a flat, you know, like a flat screen TV that's like matte, but is some level of reflection. Yeah. So you can see like all these dark blurry shapes. I'll freak myself out if I like look at that for too long. Really? <laughs> so like, you mean like when it's so like, uh, when a TV darkens and it kind of has that like fuzzy thing that kind of goes from the edges to the center. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too. Oh, just a semi-reflective surface, a surface where you can see only like basic elements of yourself. Like I'm afraid I'll. this goes back to when I was a kid, like I'll look at it and I'll see like this distorted image of myself. And what if that's true? <laughs> oh, so because like in a TV, how you can see reflection, but not clearly. Yeah. Oh. Like, what if I look at this blurry thing for too long and then suddenly my eyes pick out something that's not supposed to be there? Ooh. That's 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 what weirds me out. See, that's why in you college. Just, that's why you leave the TV on <laughs> on constantly, which I often do in college. I was like staying up late one night, just talking to my roommate. We were just chattering and she's getting ready to go to bed. And she's and we're in the middle of like some other fun, silly conversation. And getting ready for bed, she takes off her glasses and then she looks at me and she laughs. And I'm like, what are you laughing about? And she says, you don't have a face. Nope. <laughs> I'm like, what? what? And she's like, oh, I take my glasses off. Like, I really can't see very well. You're just a blur to me right now. Ooh. So, like, I understood what she was saying, but that's the most alarming thing another person can tell you. At that point, you're the monster, but you don't realize it. Right. And she's just laughing it off because, you know, nothing can touch Bianca. <laughs> so so at that moment you get freaked out and she's laughing. And you're just kind of like, oh, oh, ha, ha, huh. ha, yeah. Still yeah. still here. You're like, yeah, that's 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 funny. It's hilarious. And you're just sitting there like, oh, God, am I OK? Yeah, <laughs> I hope I still have my face. I don't <laughs> Why would it suddenly just slide right off of me? So in just a husk. So in scary things, what 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 would what scares you the most? Oh, like if you're looking at a mirror or like the the turned off TV or like what what could you picture that would instill the most fear into you? Oh, I think just a distortion of the human form. 
was I was laying in bed with my boyfriend once, and my boyfriend, um, he w- he didn't have curtains on his windows. There are a lot of things about him. He didn't have curtains on his windows. And we're laying there in his bed, and he's, like, completely fallen asleep, and I'm, like, just also laying there, not asleep, but, like, <laughs> what am I going to do until he wakes up? Maybe I can fall asleep, too, and we can have this mutual nap experience. <laughs> but I'm just staring at the wall. And I can just see, like, you know, vague shadows from outside of his room with no curtains. Which is super, <laughs> super weird. That's already a red flag right there. Like, you gotta get some curtains uh, on these bad boys. He eventually did get curtains. I made him get curtains. The, it, he wasn't just, like, living some sad bachelor existence <laughs> for no reason. He was from Alaska. Like, he moved to St. Louis because he got a job. And, but he like didn't really have any money before he got this job. Yeah. So he's like, I had enough money to move here and buy. And he had a nice apartment, but he just was still saving up money to buy anything to put in the apartment. Yeah. When I started dating him, he had a twin mattress on the floor for him and a bed for his dog. <laughs> and that was the only furniture in a two bedroom apartment. Wow. Like for our two-month anniversary or whatever i took him to ikea and he bought his first table and chairs it's like this is why he didn't have curtains he wasn't able to bring curtains with him all the way from alaska to missouri so that was the reason why he just did not have a lot of things man and it was just in we're just in this weird empty shiny apartment i'm laying there and i'm staring at these shadows from outside on the wall and i did start to think what is the creepiest shadow i could see on this wall from outside and I started thinking about what if it was the silhouette of a human being, but they were divided completely in half. Oh, like, like you see two halves of a human? No, just one. Just one half walking around. Ugh. Right? See, I don't, I don't know what scares me. I, I know what you mean, like, because you explain that as, as it reminds me of what I explained, where like, because you're looking in the darkness, you're kind of like looking for something, but there's nothing there. So yeah. your brain kind of fills it in. That's that's what my brain does when I stare into like just a dark hallway or just darkness in general. It's like there's right. nothing there. But then like imagine I'm staring at the hallway. And like just a hand kind of just starts coming out of the yeah. shadow. It's like. It's like uh, that mm, I, I don't know what's going on there, but I don't like it. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm scared of anything specific or pa- specific. Mm. I almost said Pacific again. I said that earlier today. I don't think <laughs> anything in particular would scare me, but I feel like I think my fear isn't any specific thing. It's just if if I turn on a light or something came out of the darkness that came out of the shadow, my fear comes from what in the hell do I do? A, a monster start like a monster of some kind starts coming from mm. the darkness. What the hell do I do? <laughs> yeah, like my recourse would be manners. I do this with bugs. Can like if please, I see a you, bug in my apartment, I'm like in the darkness. Can you please? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I'm in the middle of something. Yeah. May may I help you? <laughs> I'll do try, it. Like try, if I find a bug in my apartment, I'm like I I didn't invite you. Sir, I, I apologize. Uh, you're not welcome here. You're not on the guest list. I am going to have to escort you outside. <laughs> like, uh, excuse me. I am trying to go to bed. Um, 
You're right. kind of I in live my, here. You're in my hallway. Um, you help yourself to the kitchen, go watch some TV. But I need to get through there to go to the bedroom. So I'm going to need you to I'm, I'm going to need to get around you, please. And right. I need this school out of my apartment. But like, what do you do? You want a water bottle? <laughs> do you want a, a snack before you leave? You can take it. But like, you got to get out of here. See, now imagine you on like on like the show where those group of guys try to bust ghosts or find ghosts. They're trying to like investigate it and talk to it. And you're just like, you're just like, hey, I know you might be busy, but we need to have a one on one. So if you could just spare us a little bit of your time. Yeah, exactly. The, I, I, I don't think monsters work like that, but I'm just trying to imagine. But we haven't tried. This is my response to everything. Like I now that I spend 40 hours a week sending business emails uh that's the only way that my brain works now everything is business correspondence it's going to be polite prompt firm and i expect an, a response within a 24-hour turnaround time so so in your apartment you lay out the rules and you go all right demon light hours are my time uh, <laughs> after after this time that we'll we'll mutually agree upon then you have priority and then i'm intruding on you and that's my bad but during light hours, right. you need to I leave me alone. I may be called this. Yeah. And now, if, now, there are some stipulations. You can be active during day hours, but we must agree on this beforehand and prior to the event or day or time mm -hmm. and place. At exactly. time, I will leave you alone. But sometimes mm -hmm. I might have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And if I bump into you, I'm very sorry. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I would like to do. And I hope it works. Thankfully, my roommate is a night lady. She's up until all hours of the morning. I think there have been mornings where I've gotten up and she hasn't gone to bed yet, which is a nice little, you know, emotional safety blanket to have out there. Yeah. So that something else in your apartment is alive and like moving Ooh. around and supposed to be moving around while you're asleep. See, but that would almost be scary. Like, I'm just trying to imagine one night. You leave the bedroom and she's just sitting there like on the couch or just hanging out. But like just a mat, like I'm picturing like the kind of scary thing where you go out at night and you see her and nothing is weird happening. But you feel like something's off and you're just like, hey, what's going on? And it's just like just is that simple. Everything's fine. And just <laughs> and just the darkness, like there's nothing inherently weird about that, but it would just feel. Yeah, off. it would feel off putting like. Something about like, this. That's is not weird. your usual antics. Normally, when I'm in bed and you're awake in the middle of the night, you're like shaving your head and recording TikToks. <laughs> See, so when Amy goes to bed, because my cat gets super cuddly when I go to bed, like when I go to bed, he comes to bed. So he like steps all over me and steps all over her and wakes her up. Because mm -hmm. Amy's a very light sleeper. I'm actually a very heavy sleeper. Like once I'm out, it's going to take you a little bit of work to wake me back up. So. Amy keeps the door closed for the bedroom now at night when she goes to bed. And I like accidentally scare my friends or scare Amy. I've had it before where I had a friend stay the night like out here in my living room. He slept on my couch and I left like a, one of my drinks out here like on my table. And I woke up randomly in like the middle of the night, at, like 330 in the morning. And I came out here because I was like, oh, I'm thirsty. I want to get some drink then go back to bed. So I came out here with no lights on, like pitch black. Mm -hmm. I came out here to grab my drink to drink it, but my friend was sleeping. And this is my logic. I'm like, okay, I'm not really making any noise. I don't want to wake him up. So I'm not going to make any, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to come out here quietly, 
drink my drink, be silent, finish it, and then go back to bed. But because my friend is such a light sleeper, I guess when I came out here, he kind of woke up like he woke up a little mm. bit. But because when I was drinking my drink, I saw him move a little bit, but I didn't know if he was awake or just tossing and turning in his sleep. So I didn't want to say anything if he was awake to wake him up or anything else. So I just stood there in the dark as like a as like a as like a dark figure just drinking my drink and then not wow. knowing if he was asleep or not. I didn't say anything. I just finished it, put my drink down. And then because he kind of like lifted his head up, all I said was, hey, man, what's what's up? And then he was like, <laughs> he just, he, he's just like, oh, like, like barely awake and just goes, oh, nothing. And I'm like, OK, I just say, OK, and I put my drink down and then go back to the bedroom to go to bed. See, up until the hey man, what's up? That's total vampire business. <laughs> you, a Dracula does not come out and like just aggressively drink at Jonathan Harper in the middle of the night and then say, hey man, what's up? <laughs> so now whenever now whenever he tells people at work, he'll go, yeah, yeah. I don't sleep over Alan's anymore because he scared the crap out of me. Um, he and I tell him, like, I was just trying to drink my drink. And he goes, yeah, but you were super creepy about it. You just came out there and just stood there and watched me. Like, he's like, you were just staring at me. Like, I didn't know if you were awake or not. I didn't want to wake you up. If you're not awake, I don't want to be like, oh, hey, what's up? And then wake you up. I'm gonna be like, oh, if you're sleeping, I'm just going to. I'm just going to kind of not do anything. I'm not going to, like, wake you up. I'm just going to drink my drink and leave. Yeah. So I, like, accidentally scared him. So, like, I've had it before, right? Because Amy keeps the door closed, as I said. So when I come to bed, I have to open the door and then, mm. then come in, close it and then charge my phone before work in the morning, like plug it in before bed. But because Amy's sleeping, I don't say anything. I don't make any noise. But because the door makes noise in general, I had it before where one time I opened it, came in and I like it's a thing where you turn the handle to make the lock go in. Then you like close the door slightly and then let it go. So the lock just slides back in. Yeah. But Amy barely woke up. So when she woke up, because when I walk in. I walk to where the charger is and I plug my phone in, but I don't make any noise and it's pitch black in the bedroom. So sometimes, so one time Amy like kind of woke up from the noise of the door and she just saw me standing there plugging my phone in and it scared the shit out of her. Mm hmm. Like she like woke up and just kind of, oh my God, like kind of jumped and did the, oh my God, oh, it's you. Like, yeah, I'm just charging my phone. Mm hmm. <laughs> so like I just, I just accidentally scare people because it's like, I'm just going to not make any noise, but just be there. Yeah, <laughs> just a looming presence, <laughs> which is funny because like because I'm like because like I don't tan, so I'm like super white. So like you think <laughs> in the darkness, I kind of stand out. Yeah, because I'm like bright enough, but maybe that kind of helps because I'm super white. So maybe I'm just bright enough that like it's easier to spot me in the darkness. So it's almost yeah. creep it's almost creepier. <laughs> truly ghostly so, so i yeah i don't know but amy tries to scare me so sometimes when i'm working on videos or i'm on my computer i'll have headphones in so i can't hear anything and amy will come out here to try to scare me but i'm like i'm very sensitive to noise so like i get mad at my neighbors for being loud so like i'm very sensitive to noise so when i feel because i sit on the floor as the joke goes mm -hmm. so when i feel amy walking out here to scare me it's not that i know it's her but because i can feel the vibration and i can hear the the kind of rumbling of the ah. floor my body is already like on high alert because it's like oh i'm sensitive to the noise 
So then she'll try to scare me, and I was she'll like, she'll tap me and go boo, and I'll just be like, oh hey, what's up? Because I'm just I'm so alert to stuff around me. Mm. I'm I'm hypersensitive. So it's it's weird. You can't scare me on purpose, but you can scare me accidentally. Yeah, like I'm very you can be startled. Yeah, I'm, no, very, no, but I, not I'm very terrified. easily startled by random stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I, I can drop something and I get kind of startled. Mm. <laughs> but you can't scare me manually. Like I'm, I'm too <laughs> alert for that. Yeah. <laughs> unless I scare my, unless I scare myself, then I'm technically psyching myself out. Then I'm just scared of the dark. Yeah, yeah. You're full of existential dread. The the, the dread of possibility of what if shadows morph into something unnatural i feel like because i get nervous easily i feel like if a monster started to, started to crawl the shadows my first response would just be all right this isn't working for me <laughs> just the demons coming out of the shadows then it's it makes like the the inhuman sounds at me in the darkness and there's just me yeah i'm not vibing with this <laughs> No thanks, bro. Yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not vibing right now, right? Like I would feel like I would try to laugh and make jokes and be like, "Nah, this ain't working for me." <laughs> Demon's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, oh, sorry, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll see myself out." Yeah, like all demons work like the monsters in Monsters Inc., where they they're like on a job, and if you point, <laughs> if you call them on it, they're like, "I'm sorry to bother you. I'll just go back to headquarters." Um, they're like, "I'm sorry." I was trying to scare you. I see it didn't work. I'll try again tomorrow. Maybe not the same time. Just kind of expect it to be nighttime, you know. <laughs> I know today was 1 a.m. Tomorrow might be 2 or 3. You know, it, it's whatever. But yeah, like, Sometime in the witching hour, I'll be there. But it's weird. I get scared in the dark before I go to bed. But if I wake up in the middle of the night or wake up in the morning before work and it's dark out, the darkness doesn't scare me. It's only yeah. before I go to bed. Yeah, because, you know, if you wake up in the middle of the night, dark's already more than halfway gone. You're on your way back today. It's true. We see, think of that double standard. I get scared by the shadows <laughs> in the darkness, but I like when it's dark out. Mmm. It's, I just, I like living in the night. <laughs> Much like Batman, you know, yeah. he likes to live out there. He can get scared by a shadow. Yeah. You know, it strikes fear into his heart, fear for the citizens of Gotham. Which I, I guess this is just the fear episode. Do you ever get scared? Do you ever go walking at like nighttime? Do you get scared of that? Ah, uh, hmm. Night drive. How often am I walking at night? Not often. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only I'm walking at like 15 minutes after sundown. I'm just getting back from a walk around my apartment complex. Okay. No, no, I'm not walking in the dead of night. Driving at night is a little eerie. Sometimes it's fun eerie. I don't when I was a little kid. We go visit my grandparents who lived on a farm in middle of nowhere, central Missouri, like two and a half hours away. So we go visit them for the weekend and like we drive back. You know, it wasn't that long of a drive. So we'd leave maybe like Sunday afternoon. Mm -hmm. And if it's winter time you know it gets dark around like 5 or 5 30 so we're driving home in the wilderness at night with just my dad's brights on his car and i remember thinking often when i was a kid 
Like we never had like a deer run out in front of us or anything like that. Yeah. Sometimes we'd see them, you know, in the trees on the side of the road. But I'm like, what? What if something just suddenly runs out of the woods, silhouetted only by my dad's headlights? <laughs> just something. A mysterious person, a Bigfoot, anything, <laughs> alien. No, you got you'd be excited for Bigfoot because then you can just take a picture of him, and get that proof, and be like, "Yo, we've we've found him." I don't think Bigfoot's been sighted in Missouri. Let me see. Uh, Bigfoot now sighting map. Now you you mentioned like the woods at night. Oh yeah, at night with woods where you can't see through the trees. Oh yeah, that's terrifying. Oh. Okay, no, there have been some Missouri Sasquatch sightings. Hey. Okay. Oh, man, no, I'm looking this up. Number of reported Bigfoot sightings by state. Missouri is up there. Wow. Nobody's ever told me that they've seen Bigfoot. I've not heard this from my neighbors. (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel because... Because you don't tell people you've seen Bigfoot because you kind of had to remain anonymous because then people question you like, oh, well, Bigfoot. And then if you if it's a fake sighting, then you have then you get found out. So if you just like, oh, yeah, I'll just write an anonymous report of Bigfoot, but not name my name, then people can't be like, oh, my God, you saw Bigfoot. But but like not. I've heard it. I haven't heard like a rumor of I won't tell you who it was, but it was. Uh, my cousin's boyfriend's neighbor's boss said that he saw Bigfoot here. Like, no, I've not heard it from any Missourian named or unnamed. Also, you that's how you know a story is not possible. The, the more the more names in the extension of who you heard it from, the less believable a tale is. Mm-hmm. If someone goes, oh, yeah, my friends, my friends, neighbors, cousins, brother's boss, like. The more names you add to the extension of getting further out from the connection, the less believable it is. Like, see, you mentioned what? No, I'm just saying that uh, I did find a number that at least according to uh, from an article written in 2018, which isn't that long ago, Missouri had uh, 139 Sasquatch sightings reported. Most of them in the Ozark town of Ellington, down around like Branson. Huh. We're in the top 10 uh, Bigfoot sighting sites right above Michigan. Hey. You've got 213 Sasquatch sightings as of 2018. See, but Michigan's tougher because we have Michigan and then we have the UP. So like we have like a lot more extra land that Bigfoot could be sighted in like. I've never yeah. heard anybody say I've never even heard the chain of names of seeing Sasquatch. Like, exactly. So they're probably all in the UP. Maybe he just lives up there in Michigan. Uh, probably. You know, it makes sense that he'd be up there. Also, I our, think if Bigfoot is like a, you know, Rocky Mountains and West sort of guy, maybe all the way up north. I was surprised to see so many people in the Ozarks said they had seen him. So this is never stated. Is this one Bigfoot that just travels around? Or are these like several different Bigfoot? I don't know what the leading theory is. If it's, I would imagine it's one of several Sasquatches, Sasquatch Eye. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not up on Bigfoot term uh, on Bigfoot 
theory. Yeah. I'd have to look into this also in addition to the history of tennis and golf. Because <laughs> like imagine if it's the one Bigfoot and it, he, it just travels super fast. Like Santa. Yeah. Like how could he be in Michigan and then Missouri? He just I mean, Sasquatch, it's mysterious. You know, they probably travel. It's probably very fast. Because obviously it can't it, it can't yeah. be slow because people only sight it. No one actually sees it. It's just sighted. Right. So it's, I believe that. I believe that Bigfoot is fast. I now, now here's the real question is big. Maybe Bigfoot's fast because maybe it's wearing some red. <laughs> or maybe it's only sighted because it's not wearing red. So it's not as fast as it could be. Oh. <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah. And like we've we've seen enough of Bigfoot. Um, let me just Google Bigfoot pictures, Bigfoot Big, photos, Bigfoot's so I don't wearing, find like Bigfoot clip art. Bigfoot's wearing a red scarf. <laughs> That's what makes it oh so, my, so fast. It's got a, just like a little vest. Yeah, oh. got it's got like the little Costco vest, like the little red Costco vest on. Oh man, there you go. See, I it goes back to the you drive with your dad. I. I've I've never met anyone else that had this. My dad, my family likes to go for drives, like just the just around, right? Yeah. My dad used to do this thing where he would drive around kind of randomly to like new areas. I had this weird thing in my mind sometimes where if my dad and I are driving around at nighttime or even during the daytime in these like those wooded areas, and it would be it, this is the conversation in the car. Silence for a while, then it's hey dad, where are we going? Oh, I don't know. We're just driving around. I've never been here before because we're going somewhere new. My brain immediately goes, my dad's taking me somewhere to kill me where no one will find <laughs> where no one will find me. Oh, no. And well, I, you're still here today. Yeah, I'm still. So clearly it wasn't it wasn't the destination. Oh, but that's a chilling thought. I don't know why my brain would always do that. Like when it, whenever we'd go somewhere that looked kind of creepy or somewhere I've never recognized. Where are we going? Oh, we're just driving around. My brain would always kind of be like, I'm going to be murdered, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> not, I'm not safe anywhere. Oh, man. Our dad would drive us around sometimes. Never for that exclusive purpose. Like he'd take like a long scenic route back from some errand we were yeah. running. But it was always with something he would show off to us. Like he'd just take us through. Oh, this was the neighborhood I grew up in. Yeah, yeah. And he told us about like how his childhood home, like years after his family had like moved out of it, mm-hmm. that house exploded. Like, I don't know. I don't. Up. I'm sure he told us what was wrong with it. I don't remember because I was a kid. But he's <laughs> like, yeah, my childhood house exploded. It is no longer here. But this is where it was. And they <laughs> built a new house here. <laughs> See, I, I do appreciate the drive arounds when I was young growing up because now when I go like to because I live just outside like the Grand Rapids town in Michigan. So like it's that kind of cool thing where like now when I go somewhere, I'll have like Amy or friends or people and they're like, they're like, do you know, like, where's this place at? Where are we going? Or like, do you know where we are? And I and I it's to me it's always like, oh, yeah, I, I know where this is because of all those random drives. I like weirdly have like a good I have good geography of like where my whole area is. So like even when I go like a couple like like a a couple areas over and people are like, 
I don't know where this place is. And I'm like, oh, don't worry. It's like farther down this way. I've drove, I drove by it before. I've seen it before. So it's weird. It like taught me more geography than school ever taught me about my local area, which is honestly probably more important than knowing where New Hampshire is on the map. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be difficult to develop a curriculum for local geography if it, it would rely on landmarks that would always be changing. Like the Eiffel Tower is always going to be there, but yeah. like you can't tell people, oh, it's that McDonald's by the Circuit City. Because <laughs> then that Circuit City's not going to be there. And people, that's when you just have to update the textbooks. <laughs> right. You'd have to print them so often. They'll they'll rename a street after somebody. Yeah. And, you know, they'll build a new road. Uh, Leaning Tower of Pisa will continue to be there. To <laughs> the international landmarks. Sadly, I don't think there's a single Circuit City in my local area anymore. Rip Circuit City. There's none anywhere. Yeah. No, I I was thinking about this the other day. There there is uh, I could point out old Circuit Cities to you, old blockbusters. If like I had somebody come visit me, somebody who didn't live here, if I had like a friend, like uh, like if you guys came out, if we had like, well, whatnots meet up, I'd pile everybody in my car and I'd drive you around and I'd be like, that used to be a blockbuster, guys. (laughs) Like this is where the Circus City. Do honestly, Circus City was awesome. I remember going there when I was really young, and Circus City felt like as a kid, it felt like this like futuristic, almost store. Because it was like just there was, te- there was TVs, <laughs> almost tech, random, store. random stuff everywhere. Like Cir- Circus City and Best like Best Buy could almost be the same thing. But Best Buy actually feels like uh, a store with a good layout. Circus City just felt like it just had tech. Just ah! every- Circus City felt like it just had stuff just everywhere. So you walked in there and it was yeah. like everywhere you went, it was like, oh, what's this? Oh, my God, there's more tech over here. What is that? What is this over here? And Circus City was like. The coolest sort of just walk around and be like, what in the hell am I looking at? I'm in the future. Sadly, Circuit City, not in the future. Not in the future. I googled Circuit City inside and it's a lot of like, we got to look inside an abandoned Circuit City. Like, no, show me what it looked like when I was eight. (laughs) Please. You're like, no, I don't want to see these modern photos of Circuit City. I want to see the past. Right. I do this a lot. Like there's so many businesses, buildings from my youth that I want to see inside of. But like if this was the okay. 90s, the pre-camera phone age, nobody just took a picture of the inside of Ponderosa Steakhouse. <laughs> Could you, Melissa, imagine this gadget. Imagine something akin to the 3D glasses. When you put them on, it shows you the past. <gasps> Oh, yeah. So like you, I, so like you could walk in like a like you walk in like a mall, right? You could walk in the mall and put them the dream. on. You could put them on and it would show you like I'm, I'm imagining it's almost kind of like that old toy. The picture thing when you were a kid where you could like a viewfinder where, where you could click it and it would change the viewmaster. Yeah, viewmaster. I imagine glasses like that where you can click it and you can change the year. So whatever year you set it oh. to is what it'll show you what it'll look like. So I could go to like the current crossings at Northwest Plaza and go into like the gym or whatever is in that that shopping center. But it could take me back to Northwest Plaza Mall in its like 80s, 90s heyday. Yeah. 
imagine oh, three man. glasses like that that could just show you what the past I could almost see that being a thing in the future because we have so much tech now, so many photos and Google Maps and You know who should do that is Taco Bell. What what? Like I you know, Taco Bell, I think they're a company who knows how to uh, you know, capture nostalgia. You yeah. know, they know how to work off of that. If there was like an augmented reality where you could if you download the Taco Bell app and you open it up, you could like show it over like you could like pan it around a current Taco Bell, but it would show you what that Taco Bell looked like in 1998. Oh, I love that. When they had like the Chihuahua dog mascot. Yeah. Man. When everything was purple and teal and pink. Is, isn't Taco Bell still purple? It is still purple. Yeah, I, I, I admire the fact that uh, purple has stayed. Now I'm Googling Taco Bell logo <laughs> history. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was pinker when I was. Yeah, yeah. The 90s logo for Taco Bell was purple with a pink bell with uh. like a little yellow ding donger inside. And now it's like just a simple, you know, simplified minimalist purple and white. Man, I. I never know how I feel about those, the, the how they m- make like the modern designs and stuff, but they make it the minimalist art. Like McDonald's used to be this like really pop in, like super energetic. And now it just kind of looks like a, just a standard building. Like McDonald's yeah, just I, looks sad. I want uh, d- just more weirder uh, restaurants, buildings of all kinds. <laughs> I want these. Let's I want, get in a weird architecture again. I want these. I want. I already pitched the idea. I want these. Uh, I want these three D glasses that show me the past. It start with the nineties Taco Bell and go from there. Like imagine going to your local like giant super center or mall plaza area, and you set the glasses to so far back that you look through it and you just see a field. Right. An old joke about this all used to be orange groves. <laughs> you can see them. And they're like, you like, imagine you're wearing it and the person comes up to you, ask how you're doing. And you're like, you're like, wow, this is a big field. And they go, uh, no, this is JCPenney's. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have pennies. You'd have to go back in time to get to pennies. Wait, you don't have a pennies? I think JCPenney's is closed. Well, see... We have JCPenney. We don't have Sears. Sears doesn't exist. Maybe Sears is gone here. Maybe just many JCPenney's are closed and wow. they're, it's, the, the company is not completely dead. Yeah, Sears is also out. Wow. I still got some Dillard's to go to. Man, oh, the, the Dillard's is good. I'm happy I've got my local Dillard's that feels very kind of stuck in the past in a really warm delightful way yeah i don't we don't have a dillard's here we have a dick's sporting goods that's very different (laughs) we have is it we have a we used to have a yonkers i've never heard of a yonkers (laughs) yeah who's that uh yeah it's we don't have it anymore it went out of business yeah yeah like uh like the word young, but then with a K. I'm looking it up. It's yeah. Yonkers, Yonkers. like the city in, in New York. Oh, I'm, yeah. I, 
Yonk. Yeah, we used to have a Yonkers, but not not anymore. They had a liquidation oh, sale and they're they're gone now. Man, like these old like 1960s department stores that were just like one huge building without windows. <laughs> the the art the old classic like art van store. Mmm. Man. No, no, we still have an R van. But not not any. Oh no, no, we mm, I think we still have one. Some I think they remodeled actually. Maybe they're more of that modern minimalist style. But man. Yeah, now I'm now I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole of defunct department stores. Well, Melissa, the funny thing is, because we've actually gone three for three on it without Kyle. We didn't do housekeeping again. Well, folks, it's time. Let's keep that house. I think it was kept. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad we still have it. I meant to do it earlier, and then I started thinking about ghosts or something. I think we distract you because on the review show, you did it right away. (laughs) Review shows got like a real uh, format to it. Review shows are very structured. Yeah. This is just like. It's freeform. Like, there's no regular bits or segments that we do. Yeah. We could do with some segments. Probably. But I think, I mean, that that's still like an hour. I think is I do you want to do you want to split and go down your rabbit hole of of research or you got anything else for the end here? Oh, hmm. I don't know. That was really my centerpiece was just to ask you about the scariest story you've ever heard, because I think that's a fun question to ask people. I mean, it brought us down fears. You're right. This was the fear episode. You are you. You would be very polite and very you would try to create some kind of contract with the demon of the night. Right. Me. I got to agree. Me. Me and the demon. We're just not vibing. He's going to have to go somewhere else where he's going to have a better vibe. He's right. You. You got to introduce the demon to better places they could be like get on the Airbnb app. No. <laughs> find. I tell them. Yeah, de- like, de- <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you want to haunt somewhere that has a jacuzzi? <laughs> I tell I tell the demon that we're not vibing and the demon goes, oh, that sucks. And I go, hang on, though. I'll pull you up. I'll pull you up the nearest Airbnb. I'll, I'll give you the I'll I'll text you the Google, the, the, the directions on the Google Maps. Uh, so, so I'm going to call you an Uber. Uh, you tell him where you want to go. Uh, it's yeah. up to you. Yeah, demon, I'll get you an Uber. And, you, and the demon's just, no, nah, as long as there's shadow, I can get there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're good, man. Be like, you're good. All right. That's what that's what it's super chill. And you're like, the demon's like, all right, yeah, man, I'll see you some other night, maybe. And I'm like, yeah, man, you want to you want to come say hi, swing by. But if not, man, you know, come by the house party. Cool. See the fam. <laughs> Guys. Demons coming. Be like, hey, you guys want to hang out this weekend? No, we're busy. Are you sure? Uh, the demon might swing by this weekend. Might be pretty lit. <laughs> That'd be pretty lit. Everybody thinks this is just a real intense friend of you're, yours until this like your gnarled shadow form with horns shows up and you're like, demon, demon. come on. We just started Jackbox. Jump in. Be like, yo, we were just about to pick a Netflix movie. They got the new top 10 <laughs> of the week. Let's go. What do you recommend? 
demon, come on. I know you love all the boys I've loved before. Yeah, you tell you tell the demon you're like, your favorite movie was number three on trending. Ooh, you, you got skin in the game, demon, so much as you may have skin. You get your one friend to plan a sleepover weekend and it's like Saturday night and they're like, they're like, man, the weekend's coming to an end. And that's when you had the realization like, oh, oh, by the way, uh, demon's going to swing by tonight. He's also sleeping over and they're like, okay, uh, wait, what? Like, yeah, I'll, he'll be here in a minute. And then they they see the shadow coming up from the floor and they're like, what's that? Oh, no, that's 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 demon. You're right. Demon demon like conjures and he goes. That's my couch. <laughs> I will inhabit the couch. Yeah. You know, yeah. Great thing about demon doesn't need a designated driver. We don't have to worry about him at the end. That, of yeah, the he, wa- he wants to down a few beers. He's he's good. He's. Yeah, they say don't drive drunk, but I don't think demons drive it. I think he's uh, I, what's what do demons do? They, they uh, they at was it they apparate or something? Or they like yeah, they just apparate around. Yeah, and you know, like he never chips in for Domino's, but then he also doesn't eat. He just hovers across the pizza. It's true. He feels like he's eating it, but it's still there, so <laughs> we can still eat it. The best part is the best part is actually demon saves you gas money because you don't gotta go pick him up. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's his own ride. Shows right up. Doesn't take up any space, you know, in your yeah. driveway. <laughs> Nobody I, ever has to ask, ask demon to move his car. I I imagine it's like having cats. I imagine it's when one of my cats just kind of plops on the couch and just slams down its body next to me. Demon's just this like li- demon's just this little like shadowy black cloud just right next to me on the couch mm-hmm. <laughs> see there you go see you you've already desigmatized the fear of demons demons are just they're just chill they're just like you and me right except they yeah. don't need a lot of basic human function right he's just an acquaintance who will show up for house parties you know <laughs> you'll try and set him up with tanya he's not interested <laughs> you, you have him over for a house party and you go, hey, you want to see my French trick? And they go, yeah, demon, do the trick. And then the lights are flicking and people are like, what's happening? Like, that's, the, that's the trick. He's doing the trick. <laughs> that's him. You're having a cookout. And one of your friends is like, wow, is there so, are you burning the burgers? There's this huge plume of black smoke in the air. And you're like, nah, oh, that's another that's, one of my buddies. And just like operates in an approximate human form. Like, I am here. Be like, ah. Uh, it's that thing everyone's flipping out and you're like, oh, demon, you could have texted me you Dude. were here. Uh, you didn't have to make you didn't have to make a grand appearance. You could just you could have just showed up, man. Yeah, you can open the gate. You float <laughs> through the gate, demon. You know, just come on in. We're in the backyard. You know, demon can't go swimming. Yeah, it can't. No, maybe can. <laughs> I'm imagining an adult swim show where it's where the show just has this catchy tune and it's my demon and me. I feel like that must already be an anime somewhere. <laughs> just, it's like it's like the it's, bu- like, it's it's like the buddy it's like the buddy show of my demon and me. They're just two I wanted they're to, just two pals. I want this to be an anime about like a bunch of businessmen. Who all work in this office building together? Like they're from different offices, you know, that, that share the same building. Like they're on different floors. And at the end of the night, you know, they all go out to the sake bar together, including the the guy from Demon Firm. 
And he's just this guy with like these giant horns, horns who like goes out to a noodle bar with them and drinks. And he tells them about demon business. <laughs> and he's wearing the suit and tie, too, because he's super professional. Right. Just keeps knocking things over. I imagine he's got giant horns like the devil in the movie Legend. <laughs> just. Yep, we had a like like how are the gates of hell doing like yeah, we had an influx of 3.7% souls entering in today and it's going to be a busy weekend a lot of number crunching. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? That's nice. Uh I closed the the Takahara account. Door. <laughs> Goes, yeah, he's like like hey, how that business go? Oh, it's all right. We already we signed the contract for another four year warranty on the on the uh, the eighth uh, the eighth floor of hell. <laughs> the eighth floor of hell. Like it's, just, yeah, it's we, got an elevator, much like in the movie Devil. They'd be like, yeah, we closed the deal on that one last night. That one's all good. Now we're now we're trying to get this new business plot on the seven on the seventh level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, like some realtor business, oh man! But mm -hmm. see, oh, I man, can't. I can't wait for Kyle to make the thumbnail for this one. Have <laughs> <laughs> you been having fun with these, Kyle? Because you can't make them ahead of time. We decide what Captain's Log is while it's happening. I know. Dude, I can't wait to. I can't wait for it to Kyle. I hope he listens to this and Kyle like he listens to it and he's like, "What do I make the thumbnail?" Then he gets to like these parts and he goes, "All right." I Business demon, Kyle. Come on, I'll this, suggest it to him. My demon and me. <laughs> but there, there you I go. There you go. I think it was a fine episode. Alan, Alan Busby, tell us hey. your credits. Uh, well, my, I, I don't have any credit. Well, no, I do have credits. <laughs> uh, you can. I, I'm assuming it's the socials. You can follow me at Twitter at Alan Busby. That is the good old uncommon spelling of A L A N. B-U-S-B and double E as always. I learned there's more aliens with A-L-A-N out there. Apparently people mm -hmm. are taking the uncommon spelling making it common. <laughs> stealing it from me. Ugh. And yeah, uh, where, where can people find you, Melissa? You can find me on the internet on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. And Alan, you're going to be gracious enough to record me and Jams yeah. as guest host on an upcoming episode of Review Show. Yeah. It's the last one before Kyle gets back. Yes. And if you want to as well, check out the last Review Show where it was Melissa and Jack, friend of the show, talking about Maniac. Yeah, that was really fun. We've done some fun podcasts recently. Yeah. Listen to the last two episodes of Captain's Log for the ongoing saga of this, uh, what we would do in a heist movie together. <laughs> See, and then you got to bring up to Kyle next Friday. Yeah, ask his... him what he thinks he is. We already decided what he, he is, but I want to hear his perspective. He doesn't get to actually pick what he is. He just gets to suggest what he would want to be, but he's not going to be that. No. So, uh, and you know what? As per the Captain's Log record when I'm on it, uh, <laughs> this is July 30th, and in two days, technically today, the pre-release for the newest Digimon card set is now up. Oh, yeah! And I can yes. pick up my pre-ordered boxes on Sunday, which is two days 
from when I when we recorded this because the ongoing trend when I'm on it, apparently it's always brought up in some capacity. Right. I, I thought of you this week. Jams dropped off the graphic novels that we're reading for the review show hey. this week. They were ones he owned. So he just lent them to me so I could read them on paper copies. And he included a bookmark for me that was a Digimon trading card. Yes. See, oh, it's growing. It's coming. It's all encapsulating. And I think Kyle mm. says in the house, you may forget, but if you want, uh, check out all their stuff at the whatnots. We mentioned the yeah. review show, Captain's Log, you're watching it now. You technically know what this is, uh, My Demon mm-hmm. and Me. Um, and then we have another <laughs> show called Crossplay, where we talk video game news and games we've been playing. Uh, we also have a reactor core where we react to trailers and stuff on the fly recently. I think the newest thing is still the you and Kyle reacting to Loki. Yeah, all of Loki. So, yes, check those things out. And if you throw us a subscription on YouTube, uh, like us on your podcast platform of choice. All of that means so much. And I think it's not housekeeping, but shout out to our patrons at the $5 tier. That is yes. Sam. Sam, Thanks, thank you Sam. so much. We mentioned demons for you, Sam. So have fun with that one. Sam loves demons. We had to ask Sam about the scariest story she's ever heard. Ooh, see, Sam's got to have something really good. I hope so. Oh, see, get get her on the captain's log in the future. Right. She's been on before. Yeah, we'll have to have her back. Yeah. Sam and I have known each other since we were like 13 or 14. So I'm wondering if the scary story she's ever heard is something I've already heard. Ooh. Or maybe it isn't. And then when you have Sam on again, ask her what she'd be in the heist. Oh, right. I think Sam's our hacker. We can get into it. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone pitched hacker, you'd be like, no, that's you. There's all we already got. us. we already got the person for that. Mm-hmm. So but that has been Captain's Log and that's all of the other shows. I don't think Captain's Log has like an actual ending. No, it's it just stops. I edit, uh, I edit it and I already forgot. Captain's Log, it just begins and then it just ends. Uh, so good night, everybody. Just end in silence. Just. <laughs> <laughs>